If you're out on the road Feeling like you want a podcast <laughs> All you, you have, have to, to do, do is Type in drunk of the book And you'll find us <laughs> Where you leave <laughs> We will be there Anywhere That you, you want, want us to, to. <laughs> Hey, Olivia. Welcome to Drunk of the Book Club. A podcast for lonely drunk bookcasters. Cheers. Cheers. Tink. Tink. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking? That's a pretty cup. Oh, thank you. I am drinking tea. There is no alcohol. Nice. nice. So. It is early in the day for you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, it's two. I could be drinking. I, yeah, I guess it is two now. Nice. But it's a really good floral tea. I don't remember what it's called. Fruity and floral, and it's from this cute um, tea store in Salinas that does its own, like, mixes. It's loose leaf, and, Ooh. like, they are heavenly, like, really nice. good teas. I guess I infusions. Yeah. Nice. Where's that cup from? Did you make it? Oh, no. This cup is by my favorite local ceramic artist. Her name is Anissa. She makes these pieces kind of down the street from me. She's, oh, like, nice. very popular on Instagram. Like, she sells out so quickly. Oh, really? Yeah. The only ways that I've been able to get a hold of her pieces, and now I have four, and they're expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, it's through, through local sales when she like does. Oh pop-ups. wow! I've never been able to actually order one on her, her on her website. Well, it's super pretty. Cute. Nice. Yes. Cool. And what did you drink? People had very cool mugs recently. I feel like I've complimented like several people's mugs in the last <laughs> few days. Step up your um, mug game. I know. I think it's because my mugs have not arrived yet, so oh. I've been drinking out of paper cups. You know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Um, I'm drinking, I went to, I like went for a quick walk today and I went to this draft and cider place that I had seen online before I got here. So I picked up local ciders. Ooh. This one is from Brooklyn Cider House and it's a rosé cider. Ooh, yum. So. How do you like it? It's actually really good. Um, it's not super sweet. Mm-hmm. It has a really nice flavor. And it's made with 100% New York State fruit. Aww. Touch of the finger legs, the red wine. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can only ever think of that, uh, that SNL skit where all the girls are from, the finger lakes. I do not and know this one. What's her name? Plays a really funny character with tiny hands. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so I got this, and Enjoy. I, like, awkwardly told way too much of my story to the people that were working there. <laughs> they were like, would you like to be part of our rewards membership? And I was like, sure! <laughs> they are just like, yeah, that's great, because you'll get, like, points will add up, and you can get free coffee or whatever. It's, like, also a cafe. It's super okay. cool. And I was like, yeah, well, I just moved in around the corner, so I'll probably be here all the time. And I was like, okay, great. Awesome. See you later. I was like, oh, you don't want to know more? Okay, bye. I'll see you later. 
You're like, yeah. I prepared this little introductory cover letter please, <laughs> for you. Hi, I don't know anybody. Here's all my information. Um, <laughs> I like cider and wine, and you have both, and coffee. I will be here all the time. Please remember my name. <laughs> now taking applications for new friends. Yeah. <laughs> if you'd like to submit, I accept uh, emails and paper. <laughs> yeah, except I am still very COVID conscious, so I do require a 10-foot outside distance with masks on for any new potential friends. So if you're okay with that, let me know. <laughs> oh my god. Well, you're very good at making friends with, like, people, strangers. Like, you're good at making friends with people in bars and coffee shops. I'm not good at that, but you are very good at that. People just start talking to me <laughs> I can make friends when you can sit and talk to people, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Not really good at making friends in a pandemic. Yeah, no. I was talking <laughs> with my students about that. Was it my students? I think I was talking about it with a lot of people. I think I had a conversation with my <laughs> students and a conversation with my coworkers. Nice. And you, maybe. I don't even know. About how awkward everybody's going to be when we, like, have oh. to go back to work and school and stuff. <laughs> It's going to be horrible. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah. I feel like the very minimal times I have seen people outside, it's like I either just won't stop rambling because I don't know how to carry on a conversation anymore. Yes. Or I can't think of any words in general. My brain just, like, goes blank. And I'm like, you know, that, like, you know, the yellow thing in the sky and it provides light and heat and... <laughs> The sun? Yeah, that oh, one. Oh, God. Yeah. It's out today, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's fun stuff. What did we read? We read Cemetery Boys by Aiden Thomas, who yes. is an alum <laughs> of our school, our college, Mills College, that we have been talking nonstop about the last three days because the news just came out that they are going to be essentially not a college anymore after yeah. 2023. So I didn't really think how funny I think about how funny that is that we're reading discussing yeah. this book now when this news just broke. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, they were a Mills alum. How cool is that? Very cool. And, and very the sad. first transgender person to make the New York Times bestsellers, was that right? Yes, I believe so. Entertainment Weekly on the cover wrote groundbreaking. Teen Vogue has good comments on the back, too. Nice. I won't read them all, but yeah. <laughs> oh, and okay. Aiden is from o- born in Oakland, which is amazing and wonderful. Nice. I, um was reading this on my iPad because I was reading it while I was traveling and moving. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm also on FaceTime with you on my iPad. So I won't be able to flip through the book <laughs> as much as I thought I was going to, just as a heads up. I'm realizing that now. All um, good. But. I can be the designated flipper. Perfect. Do you want to talk a little bit about what it was about then? Because I usually sure. like to flip through it while I do that. Sure. Yeah. So, Cemetery Boys is the story of a trans boy named, why did I forget his name? Yadriel. 
<laughs> and um, he is also a brujo. So this story is like very um, rooted in like Latinx, Hispanic culture, but like sort of a fantastical, mystical version of it. Um, he is the part of this group of brew hexes um, who have a connection with Lady Death since, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, and they have magical powers. And the way that that manifests is that the brujos can return spirits to, like, the underworld or the dead, um, and the brujas can heal people. So they have these, like, magical powers, but it's very, like, focused on the gender binary, which is difficult for Yadriel because... He is trans, and his family doesn't think that he can be a brujo, but he starts off the book by, like, proving that he can, because he has this, like, uh, he basically does this ceremony with his cousin Maritza um, to receive his powers from Lady Death. And so that's, like, that's, like, the grounding world-building part of it. But then the mystery action part of this story is on that night, his cousin Miguel apparently dies like all of them feel it but they can't find his body and in the search for Miguel Yadriel and Maritza find and return like a ghost or they like summon a ghost who is this cocky like funny tough kid named Julian who they go to high school with and so there's romance and there's mystery and yeah, that's that's what I would say it's about. Did I do a that? That's a very good explanation. Very thorough. Thanks. I love it. Well, and there's I'm like also, kind of a lot in. <laughs> there is a lot, and I'm glad that you went through some of that because I have searched so many times on how to pronounce the Adriel's name, and I couldn't find anything. It was like that specific like spelling of the name. There's like nothing on Google about how to pronounce. And I was like, okay. That was a guess. That's, I hope I'm right. That's how I read it. That's how I read it as okay. well. But I was like, all of a sudden my mind was like, is it like E? Is it e, like Yadriel or something? Instead of yeah? I don't know. I don't know. I hope we said but it right. Maybe we should check the audiobook. Oh, that's smart. I never thought to do that. <laughs> um, And then I'm glad you said through hexes. Because I also wasn't quite confident in my pronunciation of that, so. I am also guessing, but. <laughs> I mean, it, I think that's what I would assume, right? Yeah. But, you know, I feel like with X's on the end, sometimes I feel like it might be a pronunciation I'm not aware of. But, wow, I really liked this book. And you don't I'm usually not... read YA. I don't like YA at all, usually, and I loved this. Aww. It was, I mean, it's so theatrical also. Like, mm -hmm. I'm also not a big movie person, but I want to watch a movie of this book. They should definitely make a movie of this such book. Such a good movie. Yes. Um, But I was just, like, so caught up in the storyline. <laughs> and, I mean, I feel like... I thought the whole time that I knew what was going to happen, I thought, like, spoiler alert, I thought that Miguel was going to be the one who was, uh, like, tried to kill 
Julian, and that's yes. why they couldn't find either of their bodies. That something yes. has happened, or that maybe in fighting back, because the whole story is that Julian was attacked. Yes. Like, he and his friends were just walking around, skateboarding, and someone goes to attack the friends. Julian tells his friends to run, and in the attack, he dies. Yes. I, in my mind, when I was, like, reading it, trying to, like, figure out what was going on, I had assumed, I was like, oh, it's totally going to be Miguel. Like, Miguel jumped in, <laughs> but maybe, like, in the process, they accidentally, like, killed each other from, yeah. like, the fight or yeah. something. And I was like, maybe that's why, like, they're tied to something and you can't find their bodies. Yeah. Did not expect it to be the uncle. Yeah. My mind was blown. <laughs> um, I thought that was a very good twist. <laughs> uh, like, massive spoiler alert. Sorry, everybody. But, um, oh, yeah, spoilers. If you haven't read the book yet, well, hopefully yeah. you already paused before this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's all given away now. But I thought that was amazing. And then, like, when Tito came out and, like, started trying to attack him with the shears, I was just like, whoa. Yes, that was very, very, like, the imagery was super-duper strong. Yeah. I could totally see that on the big screen. And by the big screen, I mean my living room TV. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean my laptop. (laughs) The big screen of my little laptop. (laughs) Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was amazing. Oh, I thought it was like such a good way to write a, how old is Yadriel? He turns 15, right? Is that uh-huh. when, yeah. Because um, he was like, I'm the first, I'm the only transgender Bruheads. Yes. <laughs> and it's just like, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that was great. I am. They don't know what to do with me. I'm the first one ever. Yeah. <laughs> Julia's like, like, wait, you guys have existed for, like, centuries? Yeah, yeah. no, you're not the first. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, what about agender people? What about non-binary? And he's just like, what? He's like, that's such, like, a 15-year-old boy reaction. Like, no, nope, just me. I'm the only one. I'm the first one to do this. She's like, yeah. No, Clearly not the first. I loved loved how Julian, like, at first, the impression of Julian is, like, a little bit, like, cool, bad kid, like, I don't know. You wouldn't, you, Yadriel and I were surprised that Julian, like, (laughs) was gay, first of all, and very conversant in, like, issues of gender and sexuality. Like, that (laughs) was a shock. For the main yeah. character and for me. And I was like, this is great. I love I love this complex character who, like, you know, the initial impression is, like, Julian's always getting in trouble. He's always spinning. He's a bad kid. And it's like, yeah. no, he's, like, a hurt kid. He's a traumatized kid. And it's like, yeah, totally. that's, that's reality. Yeah, that's the that's truth. So, yeah, that's so real life. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. When they're at that lunch table and he's a ghost at the time and mm-hmm. all those girls are talking all these rumors about him yeah and he's just like trying to scream no mm, so I, that was like heartbreaking yeah it's just a little misunderstood guy i know that was so I, sad definitely was staying there the whole time just like no he can't die yet they need to kiss he can't die yet. i know i know i <laughs> know yeah spoiler alert they do they do it's very satisfying amazing yeah so good 
Um, yeah. Yeah, I loved it. I really did too. I really enjoyed it. I definitely read some YA. Um, mm-hmm. definitely more than you. <laughs> yeah. It's not like my go-to, although there is like, I've always kind of toyed with the idea of like, maybe I should write a YA novel. Like that might be fun. Ooh. Yeah. Um, because like I work with students and I just, I, I try to know what's going on, like in terms of the world of YA, like what's popular so I can share it with students. I really, like, feel like I need to get more copies of this to share it with students yeah. for sure to, like, do some, you know, prizes and giveaways and stuff for participation or whatnot um, in this distance learning space. But yeah. so I do read some YA. And I did, in college, take a class on craft of the young adult novel. And so, like, one of the things that I know is kind of a structure that YA basically kind of has to have is mm-hmm. it has to have at least some elements of uplift at the end yeah. because it just that's just kind of a trope of, of YAs and and also like it kind of be a super like negative experience if you're just yeah. like everybody dies enjoy this <laughs> teens like, de- depress the kid and then yeah. be like great on to the next <laughs> yeah exactly so, yeah. so I was I did actually still think that Julian would be dead, though. I thought that, like, they would have their kiss and their connection, but, Mm -hmm. you know, that he would still be dead. And so it was, like, it made me feel warm and fuzzy to see at the end. Again, we're, like, spoiling everything, but, like... Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) to, (laughs) To see at the end that he did come back and Miguel did come back, and so... That was just, like, really satisfying. It's, like, yeah. sometimes I really enjoy reading, like, super-duper realistic, sad, depressing books because, like, I'm experiencing the reality. But sometimes I just need a warm and fuzzy. And this, for all of the, like, intensity and some disturbing, like, scenes, mm-hmm. the ending is warm and fuzzy. And it's it's nice. It was, I yeah. appreciated it. Totally. I also took that class at Mills, which... Did we together? We take it. I guess not. I don't think we did. <laughs> Who was the professor? I can't remember her name. Uh, she was a brunette Catherine, woman. White woman. Catherine Reese. Was that her name? I think so. She lived in Benicia. Yeah. See, and she did a party at the she, end of the semester, but I did not go to she, it. She... I did not either. She is the reason I don't like younger ah! novels. I despised that. That's so funny. I didn't like her. I thought she was... Terrible, sorry. And her <laughs> husband is the one who taught Brit Lit or American yes. Lit. Yes. And I loved him. Oh, and I was funny. just like, How are you two together? She's such a salty person. Like grumpy and salty. And I was like, All right, I hate all this. Bye. That's so, so funny. Uh, oh, that's so funny. Yeah, but... I actually, I liked her. I was an acolyte and I thought she was like a little bit full of herself, but not like a. Uh, Professor Nixon level full of herself. <laughs> All she did was talk about her books that she wrote. That's like <laughs> it. She'd be like, and then I've made top sources for this book, and you guys need to buy these two books that I've written. It's like, what? Oh, that's funny. I'm not here to learn how you wrote a book. I'm learning how, like, this is a thing. That's like, yes, funny. you just filter in your knowledge, but, like, yeah. this is not a class on the history of Catherine Reese. Like, this is, that's just not. <laughs> How funny. Uh, I don't know if anyone from my class went to that dinner. Oh, yikes. Who else was in it? Shoshana was in it. 
Okay. And I don't remember who else. There was a couple of girls that, like, she liked, and one was, like, mm. Shoshana, and one was, I can't remember who else. I can't, I feel like I took that class with Sarah or Camila, but I can't remember if I'm making that up. But I remember at the yeah. end when she was like, come to my house. And I was like, I'm not going to drive to Benicia. I'm just not going to yeah. do it. Yeah. I <laughs> Which is like not seat. that far, actually. No, it's not. <laughs> but I was also like, no. It was my senior year. I needed like one more English elective. And oh, so funny. I took that class. <laughs> and she also, I would like show up. I had to go manage American Apparel right after. Oh, and I'd like show up in my American Apparel clothes. And she'd always be like, that's an interesting outfit. <gasps> what? Yeah, Damn. she did not like my disco How pants rude. at all. Yeah, not into it. Wow. Anyways, I feel like that's why I don't like the adult oh, novels. Oh, that sucks. Um, but I loved this one. Yes. And to be honest, I didn't even remember that there was a specific format that you had to follow. So well, I mean, this is like according to her. But also, like, every single YA novel I've read does have some element. It was... Like, yeah. the idea of, like, a children's novel can have, like, children's novel or a YA novel can have, like, really sad or really intense parts, but, like, yeah. has to have some uplift at the end, even if it's not, yeah. like, the family comes back to life or, you know, the dead mom isn't dead anymore, but something positive, whereas that sometimes sometimes it's exhausting to read, like, adult novels that are just, like, depressed and unhappy and sad yeah especially ones written by white men like no offense white men but yes all offense white men like yeah sometimes it's just like so navel gazy elliot smithy that i can't (laughs) (laughs) yeah totally no i get that i mean yeah i mean this might have changed my opinion on it a little bit i loved this book so much and i didn't feel like it was like the language wasn't like I don't know what I'm trying to say. It wasn't, like, written... Yeah. And so I feel like sometimes I don't like... Or I thought that I didn't like young adult novels because it felt like the same reason I don't like Steinbeck. Like, you're just giving me all the information. Like, there's not really a point for me to sit here and, like, daydream about it, really. Uh It's just too straightforward or simplistic. But... Yeah. This was very... Yeah, like, thematic, I guess, and... I liked the world building, too. Like, yeah. if Aiden wrote another book about this world or these characters, I would be interested in reading it. I know that they do have a couple, at least one other book out, but I don't know if it's yes. the same. It isn't, uh, but okay. you know what's so funny? Literally, I had just finished the last page, and then I uh-huh. get on Instagram, and I was looking at the story of um, a friend from high school, somebody I went to high school uh-huh. with, who reads a lot. She reads uh-huh. a ton of books. She's always posting about the books she reads, and she definitely reads, like, a good smattering of YA novels, okay. and she was writing. She was like, yeah, I went to the bookstore and saw that Aiden Thomas's like, new book is out already. And was, like, super excited about it. And I was like, oh, my God, I literally just finished Cemetery Boys. How <laughs> ironic. Like, it was, like, the perfect timing. I literally nice. had shut the book, got on Instagram, and saw that she was, like, excited about the second book. Or the next Amazing. book. Amazing. Okay, so, yeah, it says it's called Lost in the Neverwoods. Yeah, apparently it's, like, a Peter Pan-inspired okay. retelling. It looks like they have an expected release for 2022 2023 and 2024 already from their website oh wow yeah busy yeah 
2023 do not have titles yet. Okay. But 2024 is called Gay Titanic in Space. Titanic so, Rising! I feel like that's exciting. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh my god, I love it. Well, um, okay. Yeah. Did you read, um, at the end, I like to read acknowledgments, just, I don't know why I like to read acknowledgments, but I was especially interested in acknowledgments of somebody who's, like, from MILF. Did you read yeah. the acknowledgments? I actually didn't. So, I saw at one point, so the first part is about, like, I need to thank my editor, Holly West, um, this was an option book, began with a simple concept, and then talking about how, like, I guess the editor was like, you know you can write about, like, your own culture, you know you can write about your own experiences, (laughs) and they're like, whoa, I guess I can, and I thought that was so cool that, like, I I don't know if cool is the right word, I just love that they were like, oh, yeah, I can write about, like, my culture and my experiences sort of and my history sort of yeah and that's part of the reason that I thought this book was so good is I was like I I mean again I don't read that much YA but like I don't have that many opportunities to share with students like books that are about like Hispanic and Latinx characters or Mm characters who are trans so I was just like oh this is really like I I can definitely think of like multiple students who would love this because of the representation as well as the story it just feels like it it's so bizarre to me I guess I don't know if it's bizarre to me but like wild to me that there aren't more books about this experience, and so I was just so happy to hear that Aiden was like, oh, I can write about stuff that, like, connects to me. Oh, yeah, I'll do it. I was just like, yay! (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I I like that about this book for sure. It felt like something, like, this is a book that you need to have a personal tie in some way to be able to write something like this, right? Oh, yeah. There's obviously no way I could write anything like this, you know, like you need to have that background knowledge and experience. And I thought that was really cool. And it felt like a way to kind of look into this world. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. I really really enjoyed it. Yeah. And I loved the romance part because, I mean, you gotta have, you just gotta have the romance. Yeah. You gotta go. And the mystery. I did feel like the mystery got a little lost for a big chunk of the book where it was more focused on the romance, but I was, like, fine with that because I was, like, it was cute and sweet and I wanted to see where it was going. Yeah, I kind of felt the same way, but the same, like, just as you're saying. I also really wanted to see that happen, so I was like, oh, that's fine because if they didn't spend a decent amount of time, like, getting these two lovebirds together, I'd also be kind of disappointed yeah that. yes I would have um, totally been disappointed yeah I also love Maritza like yes. this old vegan girl who's like whatever I guess I will become a bruja if I have to but <laughs> like I'm not doing this chicken blood I'm not doing yes. this yes. just like little things that it was something silly that I could relate to a little bit like, being vegan when I was a teen, mm-hmm. and a vegetarian, like, people kind of giving you a hard time for that, but also, yes. I like that they just put it in little places where someone hands her, like, a spoon of beans and rice, and she's just vegan, <laughs> and, like, 
Yes. And that was something that I just thought was cute and a little nice really cute. personality touch to her. Totally. And at the very end where they're like, you brought me back to life? She's like, yeah, well, don't expect it all the time. Like, I'm going <laughs> to use my powers this time, but this is not going to be a regular occurrence. Yes. Like, just a little, I don't know, salty, confident, yeah. like, yes. knowledgeable, wise loving totally teenage girl totally she's really great I liked a lot I mean I thought like I said if there was another book that had this universe and it was like focused on more of like Flaka or Maritza or Mm -hmm. any of the characters Omar or Miguel or anybody I would be into it because I think the little bits that we got of those characters were compelling and interesting and Mm -hmm. Um, I wish there was even more, like, if, I don't know how that could have happened, because the book is already, like, kind of, you know, it's, it's a good length. It would have had to have become massive to include more of those characters, but, um, yeah, yeah, if, if Aiden ever writes in this universe again, I would totally be into, like, hearing some of their stories, too. Yeah, well, not to, like, fully compare it to this, because this person sucks, but to kind of compare it, like, I can, part of me could see it becoming, like, the next sort of Harry Potter-esque world, you know, like, the new and improved version of that, you know, where it's, like, it could become a very long series, diving more into each character, there's always this thing that, uh, Gabrielle and Maritza have to, like, fight off and conquer this thing, you know, and, like, there's another you know, whatever, now Julian is on their side, and <laughs> it just felt like a new version yes. of that sort of young yeah. teenagers taking I on this adult that. world situation. Totally. It would be a good way to replace all J.K. Rowling's evilness. Yeah. You know? Well, and Yadriel mentioned at one point, like, there are other cemeteries like this, like, yeah. around, I don't know if he said, like, the U.S. or, like, the world or whatever, but... So, there is a world. There is a world of of brew hex. Well, and even with uh, the uncle, Mm -hmm. like, they just quickly kind of dive into all that dark magic, Mm -hmm. or not magic, but I can't remember exactly the words that they use. Magic. Did they say dark magic? I can't remember. I can't remember. But, um... You know, the stuff that he was trying to do, like the unforgivable of taking a life to mm-hmm. gain powers for you. And it's like, that is only really touched on in mm-hmm. explaining what's happening right then. Yeah. But you could do a whole book about that side of it as well. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, what made him start going down that path. I mean, we kind of know what made him go down that path. But, you know... But it could even be, like... a lot about the evil side until right then. Yeah. And he can't be the only... If there are other communities like this, he can't be the only one who is born with, like, low powers, few powers, and wanting to, like, make a deal with the Jaguar to get more. Yeah. And, like, I mean, it just seems very precarious that anyone could do this and it just ruins the whole world. Yeah, <laughs> I know. No and they're more just like, spirits can come back. Like, like, it's just done. <laughs> where, like, where you, 
you lose track of this knife situation and you're just like, oh, it's usually in the attic, but I don't know where it is. And like, if anybody wants to use it, they could literally just destroy the world. <laughs> it's like, uh, there could yeah, definitely like, be somebody else trying to do that soon. Like, please, you guys, put that under lock and key. Like, don't just leave it in the attic. Leave that, oh please. Yeah, I know. But yeah, I mean, I feel like that could be an interesting story too. Like, how does she have the knife? Mm-hmm. Why is it in their family? Is it yeah. just one knife that anyone can use? Or does like... Because then why does she have it? Or does every family have something? Or is it like you pick one, you know? Aiden, we are doing some brainstorming for you. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to use this brainstorm sesh to flesh out the next version of the Cemetery Boys world, please. Yes. Please do. Yes. We are please. happy to share these ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take them. Take them. All yours. Because <laughs> I want more books. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was really good. And I hope that one day someone goes to them and says, hey, would you like to make a movie out of this? Yes. And they say, yes. And then I can go, great, <laughs> let me buy this online. Yes, yes. I think it's very cinematic as a, as a book, you know? Mm-hmm. I could so see this becoming a movie. Yeah. It was also, I don't know if it was because I took some time in between reading it. Like, I read it on the plane and then... Mm-hmm. I put it down for, like, a week, and then I finished it, but I feel like, this has nothing to do with what we were talking about earlier, uh, I feel like seeing Tito come out with the shears, I was like, whoa, I forgot about this guy, like, he's just been in the cemetery the whole time, and they have to bring them, like, baked goods to keep him... Isn't that the one that they would bring, like, the baked goods to to keep him happy? And all of a sudden, he comes out of nowhere on this day and tries to, like, stab Yadriel with shears? Yeah. That was shocking. (laughs) I was like, whoa, I forgot about you. (laughs) So I'd like to know more about the people that are just stuck there, too. Yeah. Yeah, stories about, like, the ghosts that are just, like, chilling in the cemetery, like, the one with his girlfriend. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and they like get in fights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ugh, they're just in the cemetery getting fights again. <laughs> I love it. It's so great. Funny. And I love all like Julian's friends. Mm-hmm. Like they all had some interesting stories and his older brother. Oh yeah. yeah. Could definitely I could I could hear like more about their backstories for sure. Maybe there's less yeah. magic in those books, but like right. definitely worthwhile characters who've been yeah well and I'm interested if I feel like Julian knew about this stuff you know and it's like I don't know if he just knew about it because he's not a brujo no but I'm wondering if he just knew about it because he kind of have heard about it before but I feel like or he at least had heard the terms before, I think, right? Like, he yeah. might not have known, like, what their powers were, but he had heard about it before, and I just wonder if there's something. Well, it's interesting because, like, brujos and brujas exist, right? Right, like, yeah. That's a thing within, like, real-life culture. Right. Um, Dia de Muertos, it exists. Right. But it was interesting that 
I guess for the for the storyline, it took these concepts and then said like, let's put real magic to it, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. I feel like as a reader, I felt like we're aligned with Julian, and like it's like we know that right. these, we know about Dia de Muertos, we know yeah. that about Pan de Muerto, we know about Brujas and Brujos, but yeah, we don't know about like oh, there's like a literal cutting of the of the, the string of the, the tie, string. yeah, of a yeah. ghost. Oh, there's like literal like magic healing. I thought it was very cool that. We learn that the brujas who have these healing powers will, like, go into uh, healing professions so that they can right. use that power. Yeah. And so that was kind of, that was a cool, that was a cool addition where I think Julie yeah. or somebody was like, oh, yeah, my mom hired, or somebody right. hired. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess someone it wasn't his mom, in, but his dad, I don't remember who. His mom's Yeah, mom. someone in Julia's, Julia's, Julian's family did mm-hmm. hire a curandera or a bruja yeah that's right Hmm. so i thought that was cool because it's like you take you take like things that we as readers and julian as a character are familiar with but then are Mm -hmm. like but there's more to it there's like there is this real magic and it kind of yeah i just i don't know it sort of elevated it a little bit into an interesting like fantasy world yeah totally i thought it was great I feel like I should have more to say about this, but all I keep saying is I thought it was great. I think yeah. it's great. I love it. Um, yeah. I'm, like, shocked that I enjoyed a... <laughs> a YA. A, y- a YA so much. <laughs> I'm, like, proud of myself. <laughs> I'm, like, looking at my shelves to see if I have any others. I usually give them away to be like, you should read this one next. But I don't <laughs> think I have any. Hmm. Unfortunately, No. I don't know why I'm looking around. None of my books are here yet. Like, Just looking at your empty shelves. No. Do I have <laughs> No. I have a plant. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nothing. Oh um, yeah, no, I will probably read Aiden's other book, though. Yeah, Just I would like to as well. see what that's like. I'm, yes. like, curious if I liked their writing style, and that's why I could, like, handle this, or if I really was just into, like, this setting story the story you know that's true that's a good point because you are you are a an audience ripe for the for the pulling over to the YA side of things (laughs) I know it could go really wrong so (laughs) (laughs) or like pretty soon you're like I only read YA I do not read anything but YA don't talk to me about not YA (laughs) that's it Chunk of the book is becoming exclusively YA. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, no. (laughs) So, would you recommend it? 100%. I just dropped it. (laughs) (laughs) If it wasn't on my iPad, I would give it to somebody for sure. Aww. I thought it was great. I agree. I don't know who I would give it to, but I would. Yeah, I was going to say, go make friends in the coffee shop. Here you yeah. go. <laughs> Does anybody talk. want this book? <laughs> I you love it. You gotta be it. my Maybe friend, though. <laughs> yeah. There's one deal. You have to be my friend. Free books for new friends. <laughs> when I, 
I went and picked up a coffee table in Brooklyn. I went to Brooklyn all by myself and came back on the train and I brought the table back. But the girl who I picked the table up from, she was like, oh, you just moved here? I was like, yeah, from Oakland. She's like, oh, my girlfriend lives in Oakland. And I want to be like, great, do you want to be friends? Hey, you should have. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm a stranger standing in this woman's doorway. I probably shouldn't push my Aww. button. And be like, awesome, do you want my phone number? Should we be friends? Do you want to hang out all the time? I don't know anybody. <laughs> so I just took the table and left. But Damn. Very you should have been like, <laughs> if you ever need anything Oakland related, I can let you know. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite heart and dag drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can let you know my favorite local dive bar owned by Allison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I very much was in one of those moments where I wanted to be like, do you want, do you want to be friends then? <laughs> you should. But I was too scared. Soon. You know. Soon and very soon. Yeah. It felt like one of those situations where, like, a man is in your presence and they're like, great, can I have your number? And you feel like you have to give it to them or they're going to kill you or something. And I, that's how I felt. I was like, am I going to be that person that's, like, in this woman's home that knows her address and all Take her personal information? Number. I'm like, would you want to be my best friend? Yeah, because that's totally your vibe. <laughs> You do not have the ability to say no. I know where you live. Oh my god. Wait, were you emailing this person to get the coffee table? Um, How did you... It was like, for sale on Facebook Marketplace. Well, you have her Facebook. I know, but I thought that'd be creepy if I added her on Facebook too. I don't know Facebook etiquette anymore because I like just don't go on Facebook. Is that like, thing? Is that normal? I mean, I sold a lot of stuff on Facebook Marketplace when I was leaving obviously and if any of those people added me I would be creeped out <laughs> like I'd be like ew no what we don't know each other well so, were any of them like cool no I guess not and none okay. of them were like in my age range okay well there you go <laughs> I love how in this vision you are like this creepy dude who's like in his I don't know different I don't know middle-aged dude like you are not you Olivia 30 year old woman cool nice friendly you are creepy scary intimidating middle-aged dude sometimes I do get confused and think I'm a creepy dude (laughs) or I get scared that people are going to perceive me as a creepy dude You know, I've never told you this, but I first thought you were a creepy middle-aged dude when I met you, so. It makes sense. That makes sense to me. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. You were in my dorm as a creepy, intimidating dude. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Sounds right. Sounds like the description of me. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Anything else to say about this book? Um... You should read this book. You um, should definitely read it. You should donate a dollar to your college yeah. <laughs> to raise uh, the rate of a- alums who give back, because that matters. Yes. That's very important, apparently, and I did not know that at all. So everyone should give a dollar a year to their university after they graduate. Whether or not they want to. If they want their college to still exist. Yeah. 
give them at least a dollar a year. And if you want to give money to Mills College to make it exist, like, you could do that, too. They need some um, help to flush the toilets currently. (laughs) So if you could donate some money. And that sounds janky as hell, but I promise Mills College is very worth it. It is not. I mean, it is a little janky, but, like, it's, like, not emotionally and, like, Physic- it's physically janky. It's not but mentally, not intellectually, or emotionally janky. Yeah. It's very great college. But um, yeah. we need some help. Yeah. And that's where Aiden went. And yeah, and go support Aiden by biting, buying this book. And You could also book. bite it when you buy it. Yeah, why not? It could be tasty. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Callie the dog did, and she was pleased. There you go. Mm-hmm. So you got some, you got some, uh, what's the word? You have Support? Proof. Encouragement? I don't know. Yeah, uh, buy it and bite it. That's all. Buy it yeah, and bite that's it. that's it. Moral of the story. Buy it and bite it. That's what I do with uh, everything. Where, what are we reading next? Oh, that's right. Mexican Gothic. Oh, you already read it. <laughs> yes. But I'll, I'll re, I'll re. Perfect. Yeah, we're reading Mexican Gothic by Sylvia Moreno-Garcia. Yes, we are. So get on it, friends. Get on it, friends. And if you want to be on our podcast, let us know. Yeah. If you want to read along and join our conversations. We are into that. We would like to talk to us. Yeah. Yeah, where Where can can you find us? (laughs) (laughs) At Drunk of the Book on Mm -hmm. Twitter, Instagram, um, drunkofthebook.com and drunkofthebook at gmail.com. At gmail, yeah. So email contact us. us. Yeah, DM email us. us. DM us. Slide in those DMs. But no We're, dick pics, please. No dick pics, yeah. Slide in our DMs if you want to speak with us on the podcast or send us book recommendations or just be our friend. Yes. Also, I moved to New York and if anyone wants to be my friend, let me know. <laughs> Olivia is taking applications now. (laughs) She will take them by email or by paper. (laughs) By what? Paper. Oh, I said pewter. (laughs) (laughs) Please engrave it on pewter. (laughs) (laughs) Is that like, are you saying pewter? Or like, is that a weird way to say computer? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Email it on the pewter. (laughs) I think that's how I used to say computer when I was a kid. Oh, God, why? Because I couldn't say a lot of letters when I was a kid. <laughs> you were candy, candy was Nandy. Oh. Grandma was Dama. Oh. Computer was Pewter. Yeah. Wow. It's a, I did it's not a know wonder this. I can speak today. I'm shocked and yeah. impressed. Thank you. I've been through a lot of hardships with it. You've been through so much. Yeah, it's been really hard. (laughs) Having to say Mandy instead of Candy. (laughs) People really shunned me for that. Oh. Not at all. What a weirdo. (laughs) Not at all. All right. Well, yeah, you can find us on all those things and then you can... Tell us books to read or join our podcast or be my friend. Yep. Ashley, so read on Mexican the other hand, does not want friends, so don't message her about friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't do friends. 
I'm just kidding. I do like friends, but if I don't remember your name, please know that that is common. Yeah. She doesn't know my name. So I don't. Yeah. I have to reference it every single time we meet to talk. I'm like, I'm Who's meeting with that girl. What is her name? What is it? Melissa? Like, oh. Melanie? Molly? Ollie? Elena? Alina? I'm all, I'm all of those. Oliver. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, all right. Well... Let's get reading! Feeling <laughs> like you want a podcast. All you, you have, have to, to do, do is, is type in drunk up a book and you'll find us where you lead. We will be there anywhere. <laughs> That you, you want, want us, us to. <laughs> <laughs>